On today's episode of the podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more about our accelerated growth plan. And today, specifically, we'll be talking about section one or driving leads. So, if you'd like to talk a little bit about that, hang around. We'll get into it. You own a pest control company, and marketing and advertising ain't what it used to be. Just so you know, software and millennials are not the answer. This is the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast. Our passion is to teach you online and digital marketing without all the techno babble. Oh, it still takes hard work, sales, and a sprinkle of tech, but we'll teach you how to do it in simple terms. Let's do this. Let's get on with the show. This is the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast, and this is your host, Casey Lewis. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast. My name is Casey Lewis. I'll be your host as usual today, and we are getting into springtime, folks. It's getting exciting. The 2024 pest control season is just about here, and hopefully if you've been hanging around with us or listening a little bit, you've done some things to get yourself prepared to take advantage of and try as hard as you can to have the best year that you've ever had before. So it's with that in mind that we're going to continue our discussion about our accelerated growth plan or model, whatever you want to call it. And there's three components to this particular accelerated growth plan. And I talked about the whole plan last week, you know, sort of overall and thinking of it in your mind's eye as a pie and a pie that's cut into three equal pieces And each one of those pieces plays a role in your online marketing for your pest control company. And those three pieces we call, one, driving leads, two, maximizing conversions, and then three, optimizing results. And one of the the popular new um, ways of defining this in today's day and age is a flywheel. We had funnels for a while. We've had, you know, just all kinds of things. But a flywheel, if you think of that circle or that pie, in each one of these sections interdependent upon the other and a synergy existing between each to drive that flywheel or continue to get it to go, that's a good way maybe for you to think about this as opposed to individual pieces they really relate. And so, for example, today we're going to talk about part number one, which is driving leads. But I want you to just think about that. Driving leads and then section number two, maximizing conversions. It's You might think of it this way. I mean, leads in the absence of conversions is a waste of your time and your money. It's just a very expensive way uh, to get people to talk to you. So we'll talk today about driving leads. Next week, we'll talk about maximizing those conversions. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll finish it off with part three, where we will bring it all home with optimizing the results on on all of this activity. 
But for the for the uh, the episode today, let's talk about piece number one: driving leads. And where I get worried um, when we're working with our clients and even bringing on new ones is that this is where everything they're doing is focused, driving leads. I got to have more leads. I want more leads, 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 leads. And they maybe aren't really paying attention to how are we converting those leads? How are we um, maximizing the sales results we get from those leads? How much are those leads actually costing us? so that we can make sure at the end of the day, we're using those leads to generate and grow the business in a profitable manner that's giving us a return. Um, so think about that. Keep that in, sorry, keep that in your head a little bit about driving leads is only one piece of this pie, guys. It's an important part and it's an essential part, but it's only one part. So today, when we're talking about driving leads, we're going to look at it in three pieces. And these three pieces are what you need to be thinking about, understanding, making sure you're doing it right, making sure we're taking advantage of all of these pieces, and that we have a strategy in place to to make all this stuff work well. So those three pieces we'll look at will be Organic SEO, paid advertising, paid search, and then your database, your contacts, those three pieces, organic SEO, paid search, contact database. Those are what we constitute as being the most important components of your marketing plan as it's related to driving new leads to your business or consistent lead flow. Well, let's take a look and let's let's think about just for a moment here, number one, which is organic SEO. Now I could do an entire, well, more than one podcast on SEO. And so for the purposes of this and explaining the importance of driving leads, we won't necessarily get into everything that's around organic. But what most people sort of think of this is, is the free, um, the free leads, the free opportunities where we're showing up just in regular free listings on the search, uh, the search page. But I'm here to tell you, and this is my opinion, you know what that could be worth, but I'm here to tell you anyway, And that is that organic can be some of the most valuable real estate you can own on your Monopoly board. But it's really not free. I mean, you're not paying for it like you are for a paid presence on the top of the page. But there's a lot of work, energy, labor, effort, time that goes into organic SEO. It's why... I always call it your sweat equity. It's that portion of the house that you're remodeling yourself because you know when you when you go to um, value that property, it's going to be worth considerably more because you put in the work. Same thing with your 
um, with your organic SEO, which it's going to revolve around. I'm going to give you 10 different pieces that all in and of themselves need to be mastered. And I actually even have a document I'll be happy to send you if you want to have this available to yourself and your team to just do a double check on how well you're doing on any and all of these things. But it starts with your website. And as I said, you know, I've got podcasts, episodes just on the website. But, you know, when you look at it, it, do you have the correct number of pages and service pages and all of the areas that you need to be covered, indexed, so they're showing up in local search uh, for, for, again, all of those terms, cities, services, locations, target pests, everything. And that is, as I said, that um, can be an entire episode by itself. We call it a smart website for pest control. Uh, there's some reasons we call it that, but is it, do you have that in place or all your Google analytics installed or all your Google search console installed? Is your site map um, submitted to Google? Is there forms on there? Is there web chat on there? Can you get text messages, et cetera, et cetera? Really important for your organic search results. Have you done all of your SEO? Again, SEO can be an entire um, episode, but at least the bare minimums, the things like your page titles, your meta descriptions, um, the URL slugs that go to your pages. Um, Very, very important that all of those things are optimized. All of your properties are claimed and verified, um, that you have your Google business profile in place and connected so, again, very important in your social media. And social media is, is one of those things, it's, um, it's, it's an essential. I think that you have to have social media presence. You need to be doing some posting and some things on social media. But it's really more of a brand awareness kind of thing than it is an actual place where you're going to be getting hot leads like you might be through some of the other forms. But we need to be there. So... Uh, again, leveraging SEO. So you your website, you've got your on-page SEO, you've got your social media, and then your Google tools, which I, I mentioned very quickly. But some of the various um, and most important tools that you need to have them set up, even if you're not using them, they need to be set up and ready to go if you decide you're going to use them. But there's things like your Google Business Profile, your Google Search Console, Analytics, maybe Google Workspace, your local service ads, your regular PPC ad account, insights, reviews, trends. So all of these are Google tools that need to be in play that play a role in the organic side of your search. And I know I said Google Ads there, and and that's part of the paid, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it's a good idea to have your LSA account and your Google Ads account, and your campaigns, and everything all in place, ready to go, so that when you decide you want to augment some of your results in driving leads, you can just flip a switch. So then we want to make sure that you have a sufficient number of reviews, and you have a, a, a review strategy in place, so you continually do that. 
We want to make sure we're using email and text messaging options. We want to make sure that we have our NAP listings, our citations, our backlinks, all in place and all working, that we have a sufficient content strategy. So we're pushing out content via blog articles, via maybe YouTube videos, um, via posts to all of the social media networks, our Google business profile, things like LinkedIn and others. And then we want, let me just look at my list here and make sure I've really hit on all the other one. And yeah, I've got sales process here, but we'll leave that for next week for the maximizing conversions because that's really what it's about. But I went through that real quickly because I do want you to get the idea here. That's a lot of stuff right there. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to know what they're doing. All of that needs to be in play so you can outperform on an organic basis the competitors in your market. So that's why I say they call organic um, listings, organic search results free. And I guess in the strictest sense of the word, they are because you're not paying for a click. But if you want to be um, put into a position where you have good domain authority and good Google trustworthiness so that you're showing up at the top of the page for a variety of high-quality um, high keyword search queries, then you have to do all the things I was just talking about. You can't just throw a website together and expect that somehow it's just going to start showing up. When everybody else in your markets probably, especially those that are performing, are doing much of the things I just talked about. And they probably have somebody, you know, on the payroll or, or otherwise that are getting those things done. So, organic SEO. And let's move to the next uh, bullet point in our driving leads category. And that's paid search. Now, paid search is a different animal. Paid search is just what it's... Uh, what what it sounds like. You're going to pay money to put yourself in a better position in whatever it is. Generally, and usually we're going to be using Google, and that's going to roll into two forms, Google pay-per-click and Google local service ads, so that when people are doing a pest control search in their local market, um, we show up right at the top. Boom, we get the click. Uh, Google gets their 10 or 12 bucks, and then we're going to hope for the best that we get a lead. And we get a call, and we get a sale, and we can book that money. And there are all kinds of other opportunities to pay different kinds of directories um, out there to to draw leads. I mean, you can look at Yelp. Now, you know, you have people looking at Nextdoor. Uh, you had Home Advisor, but I guess Home Advisor and Angie are now combined. You have things like Thumbtack. Uh, you can even get into directories like yellowpages.com um, and, and on and on. So there are an unlimited number of places for you to pay for advertising to drive leads. But back to what I said in the beginning about driving leads. If you just randomly start driving leads at any at all cost without really paying attention to it, you can get a lot of leads. 
But those leads can very soon start to use up your budget faster than the results that are coming in. I hope that made sense. What I mean there is you don't want to be spending more to sell and obtain a new customer than the revenue that they're going to bring in represents. That would be rather silly, right? Paid advertising is that animal, and you have to be very, very careful. So I'm going to throw out a few caution flags for you to think about. These are things that we work with every day with our clients, and it will tie into, as we go into the next couple of weeks and talk about maximizing conversions and then optimizing results, paid advertising may be the area where this is the most critical. So here are a few pitfalls in advertising in general for pest control. One, when you have an advertising budget, and let's just pretend for argument's sake that we're going to spend $1,000 a month this month on Google uh, advertising, whether it's pay-per-click or LSA or whatever, okay? And that our average sale per customer is $500. So really what, if we spend a thousand, even if we got three or four sales, we're ahead of the game and we're probably happy, right? Right. However, little twist and something you need to think about. Google's going to then send us the bill for a thousand bucks. We have to pay it or it's going to just show up on our credit card, really. However, the sales that I made may be coming in in quarterly payments, monthly payments, bi-monthly, but I didn't collect all of it. You know, I might have collected an initial and got a little bit of it. So my point is that with paid advertising, what you're doing is you're investing money on the come. So I'm going to spend the thousand bucks. I'm going to outsell that thousand bucks, but I'm not going to collect it for several months. Now, I've actually got a spreadsheet that I could share with you as well, and you can look at this and play with the numbers a little bit. But I say this to you because I want you to get that clearly in your mind, that paid advertising is a numbers game, and you have to be willing to play the long game um, and not look at it just like this week, what did we do? Um, because if you do, I think you may find yourself being disappointed or nervous because you got money's going out faster than you have money's coming in, but that is the name of the game. If you look at that spreadsheet, you look at year two, it's like a miracle. All of a sudden in year two, everything just starts to exponentially grow because now you have that base of revenue you initially sold in year one compounding in year two. So when you're looking at your paid advertising, be very cautious. And I'm going to leave you with this to consider as well. Because I think my feeling is there is a lot of unscrupulous people out there representing paid advertising that want to make it look and sound better than it is. And I also get very concerned when people want to put you on their own dashboard and not let you actually see what the campaign looks like, which keywords they're using, what's representing the results that you are getting. Uh, be, be, be careful with that. But at the end of the day, when you're doing Google advertising, what you're really looking at, in particular with pay-per-click, 
is not what the click cost is. It's not how many impressions you're getting. It's none of that. Even the conversion data that Google gives you, you have to take with a grain of salt. What you're after early on is to determine when you're spending money on Google pay-per-click, how many clicks does it take me to get a lead? That is the single most important metric you need to know. And it will get better over time if you continue your Google advertising because Google's learning, their algorithm is picking up some behaviors and it will start to get better. But that is going to be your cost per lead. So it's not the click cost. It's the click cost multiplied by the number of clicks you need to get a lead. So let's just say, for example, it's $10 and you get a lead basically at or about eight or nine clicks. What that really tells you is your lead cost is $80 to $90. Then, as I said, next week we can get more into Maximize and talk about that. But I want you to think about paid advertising is a great opportunity for you to grow your business and to use uh, primarily Google You can do this with social media. You can do it with a few other um, places. But really, Google is going to be where you're going to get the bulk of your best new growth. So when, when you do this, though, you have to plan it. You have to think about it. You have to put the numbers on a spreadsheet, look at it, regurgitate it, feel good about it, and understand how far am I going to go with this thing terms of investing money before I start to say, whoa, wait a minute. And the only way you'll know that is to manage and measure it. I mean, very, very closely, especially in the first two or three months, which is where things are really settling in. And then the last one on our list, so we went over organic SEO, we went over paid advertising, paid search. I want to talk now about an area that... (laughs) It sometimes just kills us inside here because it's it's just so over, it's just so forgotten and overlooked. But that's your own database, and if your database consists of nothing but your customers, shame on you. You're throwing away a lot of money. You're leaving a lot of loose change on the on the table, as they say. And the reason for that is, let's just say you close fifty percent. That's your that's your conversion rate, which is a good one. And if you're at 50%, pat yourself on the back uh, because uh, your ROI is going to look pretty good at that at that level. Now, but let's say you you, you do you you close 50%, so you do pretty good with this. Then the next question really becomes. What did I do with the other 50% that I didn't sell? Did I just throw them away? Did I forget about it? Are they somewhere dead, lost in my database, and I don't know? Are they opportunities? So, in today's day and age, people are moving so fast and furious that what we want to be able to do with our contact database is have really two piles, two bushels, if you will. And within each, we can segment them out appropriately. 
but we want to have one bushel, which is our customer database. These are the customers we're working with. These are the ones that are on the books. But even within those, we want to have those broken down into categories for selling opportunities. So if they're not all on our home protection plan, which is our major plan, excuse me, but some are maybe, say, just on our annual mosquito care or they've just done a one-shot last year or whatnot, we want to know all that. We want to categorize that because we can automate that. And as your marketing organization or as your marketing team in the office, you want to be able to reach out to these people all the time. Then your second bushel or basket or bucket in your contact database should be leads, just leads, people that called, people that left us a message, people that texted us that we never, for whatever reason, never consummated into a sale. They are equally, if not more important to you in the long run than your customers are. Why? One of the joys of pest control. Sooner or later, they're going to need us. Whether it's a one shot, whether it's, you know, know, they've got a hornet's nest, something. They're going to need pest control at some point. And we want to be Johnny on the spot. We want to be in front of them. So the best way we can do that is that as we are talking to people, we get into the habit of always getting their first name at least, their mobile phone number, and their email. If we just have those three pieces of information, we can stay in contact with them. We can let them know we're here. We can provide promotional opportunities or discounts or coupons or things like that to say, hey, we want to be your pest control company. And we can even segment those into groups by using tags in properties and fields. And these are things that sometimes, I guess sometimes they're just such a pain in the neck, nobody wants to do it. And we spend a lot of time here in our company working with our own clients, trying to help them work with their software companies, because some of these companies are no help at all, on how they can get active lists segmented by the things that I just talked to you about so that they can then continue to put them um, into a process whereby we are always in front of these people. We're always promoting. We're always talking. We're not overdoing and not over solicitous. We're helpful. We're friendly. We're educational. We maybe are pushing out some videos. We're doing different things But it all revolves around the ability for us to take that list of contacts, that database, and manage it and use it and segment it and break it down. So I hope that kind of gave you something to think about. And if you're you're getting started out newer and you're a smaller operator, it's a beautiful time to get this going right now. Get everything organized, keep it organized, so that in five or 10 years from now, when there's 20,000 people on that list, you can actually use it for something valuable. So that is our driving leads portion of our accelerated growth plan. It's organic SEO and everything that's involved in that. 
It's paid advertising and paid search and everything that's involved in that. And then it's your database and your contact list and how valuable that can be to you based on all those things I just I just mentioned about how to use it. So we will be, once we finish these next two pieces, so maximizing conversions, optimizing results, that'll take us right around the first week of March or so. Then we'll have a workshop where we can get all of you together and we can really talk a little deeper about, okay, how can we put now a plan on top of our plan? So we've got our 2024 growth plan. We've got the number of customers we want. We kind of know how many leads we need. So those things are in play. Now we want to take that and put it into an action plan using our accelerated growth plan to say, okay, what, what do I need to do? What are the things that need to get accomplished? Who's going to do them? How much of my budget is going to go to this? But again, these are the things we're doing to just keep us moving forward, keep us growing, keep um, being the pest control company that's dominating in our marketplace so that at the end of the day, all we're looking for is in a given market, wherever your market is, whatever your city territories are, your locations, your towns, whatever, what we want is this. The number one search in pest control in the country right now is pest control near me. And again, it's you have to do it the right way if you're going to do it. You can't just do it right now. You need to have a, a neutral computer. You need to be literally in the area you're you're in. But we want you to show up. And when someone says, I'm looking for the best pest control company in my town, when someone says, give me some reviews for a local pest control company, these are all legitimate kinds of searches that are happening. Those are all the things that turn into leads. And all the things I talked about are the things that are necessary to make you show up in those kinds of searches I just dropped so that when you do, you then get that lead. Whether it's organic, whether you had to pay to get that ad up on the top, whether it's because we sent some information out to an email segmented list off our contact database, whatever it is, we want to be there. We want to get the lead. We want to get the sale. We want to get the money. We want to grow that. And we can talk later about what you can expect out of that money in years to come if you're a good operator. Because a big, big part of what we're doing is to grow long term. And if we can get these customers, if we can do a good job, then we're going to keep them three, four, five years. So that money just keeps getting and growing exponentially over time. I hope that makes sense. So that's driving leads. That's the accelerated growth plan. My name's Casey Lewis, and I will talk to you next week when we can talk about maximizing conversions. As always, this is to your success. God bless, and I'll see you on the next one. You've been listening to the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast. 
you own a pest control company anywhere in the country, by using our services, we will help you grow and prosper. Casey has 30 years in marketing and advertising under his belt. He managed and oversaw a sales force of 4,000 inside and outside sales reps tasked to work with every pest control owner in the USA. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Rhino Digital Media. Let us take your digital marketing to the next level. See you next time on the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast.